to Run This World. My name is Nicole DeBoom. I'm a former pro athlete turned entrepreneur. Each week, I'll bring you insights and inspiration from some of the world's greatest visionaries who will help you run your world in ways that you didn't even realize were possible. All in the framework of the amount of time it takes for the average person to run a 5K. That's 36 minutes and 38 seconds, give or take a mile. We often go long, so get ready. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's get this workout started. Hey everyone, I hope you're having an excellent day. Uh, Before I get into today's interview, which is a really long one, I hope you're running a 10K. Um, I just want to remind you to sign up for my newsletter on NicoleDeBoom.com. Every quarter, I will give away a $50 gift certificate to Skirt Sports. You don't even have to do anything to win it except be awesome. And I barely ever send newsletters, so it's definitely not a spam attack. Okay, since today's interview is so long, I'll make the, the uh, this intro very quick. Rip Esselstyn is my first guest to be on the show twice. He was episode number five called Eating Strong Food. And I had such a huge response to Rip and his message and the Engine 2 movement that I knew I needed to interview him again, but we needed to give him a little time. He's been up to huge things. So to refresh your memory, Rip is a former pro triathlete turned firefighter turned health and fitness crusader through his Engine 2 movement, which Engine 2 is named after his uh, Austin, Texas firehouse. So he has, since he founded Engine 2, which is sold exclusively through Whole Foods, which by the way, saw a big, huge acquisition last week. We get into that a tiny bit at the end. Rip has helped countless people turn their lives around through his simple whole food, plant-based, low-fat eating philosophy. He is up to really big things in this world and has no plans to stop, which you will hear all about right now. So with that, let's bring Rip on the show. All right. Okay, you ready? Ready. Great. So Rip, you are the first guest to come on twice. How does that feel? I feel incredibly honored and I don't know if I'm worthy of this uh, accolade. (laughs) (laughs) We'll put this on your resume. Um, I will. You know, the first episode I did with you, I believe it was April of 2016, and here we are in June of 17, and life has moved so fast. Um, Your first episode was incredibly popular, by the way. I mean, people love what you're doing in this world. And so I wanted to kind of just do a quick gut check on where you are now. How did, how did your book tour go? Yeah, so, you know, my third book um, came out January 1st of 2017, and it's called The Engine 2 Seven-Day Rescue Diet, uh, Eat Plants, Lose Weight, Save Your Health. And it's kind of an accelerated um, kind of kaled up instead of beefed up right kaled up more powerful version of engine two it's just more accelerated more powerful where we've taken all all the learnings that um that we've discovered since the engine two diet came out and we've applied them to this accelerated version and so i've been on the road or i was on the road for almost four months straight um visiting 
you know, and, and when I go out, I typically visit Whole Food stores because of my partnership with Whole Food Market. Um, and so I think I visited close to 100 stores in four months. I uh, did a lot of customer-facing events. Um, I do a lot of team member huddles where I, I educate the Whole Food Market team member base kind of on Engine 2 and what the criteria is and, and what um, what the brand stands for and how it belongs to them in the supermarket space and, you know, of course, all of our 50 SKUs and, and, and what they are and and uh, and why they're why they're so uh, why they're so special, um, but yes, I am I am done um, pounding the pavement, hitting the stores, uh, and now I'm home for the summer, and I get to spend some great quality time with my wife Jill and and my three kids who are three, eight, and ten, which is just a remarkable age um, for for your kids to be. And I mean, I, I don't, I really, honestly. Just you know, I don't know how it can get much better than this age when they're they're just so eager and impressionable and enthusiastic, and they don't backtalk yet, and um, they're just up for anything. So uh, I'm trying to like savior every every day that I have uh, right now with with these guys as as a family. Well, it's I okay. Let's let's talk about being a dad <laughs> here because. Yeah. You, uh, th- th- those ages are in- incredible. My daughter's five and a half, and it's just getting more and more fun. And uh, what did they do for you for Father's Day? Yeah, I know Father's Day was yesterday. So uh, what they did is they made a mobile. Is it a mobile? Mobile? You know those? It's, it's something oh, yeah. you hang you hang from the ceiling, right? And there eat. There were like maybe twelve little cut out turtles that they were hanging from this mobile mobile and on the backside of every one each person put different qualities that they they loved about you know loved about me right i mean how what what a what a great present and so in each one of them except for the three-year-old read uh read what was on the back of their their turtle and it was just so moving and and heartfelt and uh and special for me as a, you know, as a father and a and a dad to you know have all this gushy love being thrown at me. So yeah, it was awesome. And then we just we hung out at the house and you know, we have a little swimming pool in the backyard. And so we um, were swimming and and eating plant strong food and um, napping. And it was just like idyllic. I mean, I'm almost like crying thinking about this. <laughs> this is incredible. Um, I, you know, and you're not like this. You're the coolest dad ever, which I knew the minute you showed up at my house last year and you had on Jungle Book Vans. <laughs> That's right. Do you still have I'm, those? I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> oh, amazing. What kid isn't sort of magnetically drawn to you? This is sort of scary. But well, then, what happened is, what happened is, so I took, I took uh, Cole and, Cole and Sophie, my ten-year-old and eight-year-old, to the uh, we went to the mall. One of the few times, you know, we go to the mall, and we went to the van store. And I said, "Okay, guys, let's all get vans." And Cole and I got the Jungle Book vans, and Sophie got some kind of uh, more sparkly, you know, um, girly vans. But uh, yeah, and Cole and I, we love nothing more than you know going to functions and each of us wearing our Jungle Book vans. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. See, yeah. I, I had this idea that like. 
they would make you a mobile, but then it would be like all plant strong foods hanging from it or something. I, but you're I, not. I, it's not that kind of family. <laughs> you know what? We're we, no. Well, it, it possibly could be, but no, they didn't go overboard like that. <laughs> <laughs> So let me go back quick to, um, let's go back to this book tour for one minute, because yeah. I think you were not only visiting whole, whole Foods markets and educating people on, you know, what the heck you do, which is help make people a whole lot healthier, but um, you also were visiting some celebs and rap star moguls and things like that. You got to give me at least one highlight from the tour. Uh well, you know, one of the things I did during the tour is I, I um, was asked to speak at the Milken Institute uh, out in L.A. And, uh, you know, the Milken Institute has been going on for, I don't know, God, 20 years. And it's like, you know, you have ex-presidents and you've got, you know, CEOs of just about every company imaginable there. And I was on a, a panel discussion talking about kind of the future of health. And that was that was pretty darn pretty darn cool for me um, it, it kind of uh shows you've 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 made it you've earned some respect here um yeah a little bit a little bit yeah it was it was very cool but i don't know what other celebs uh you might be referring to <laughs> oh who's the um vegan rap star <laughs> he's oh, a- the, ra- the rap star well you know what so one of the things i did do is um uh I went to oh god you you uh, I went and I spoke to Def Jam Records. I thought it was that. I thought it was Def yeah. Jam. Yeah, I talked to some of the uh, the employees there when I was in New York City, just starting out the book tour. Kind of, it feels like it was a year ago uh, in in early January. So that was pretty darn cool. Yeah. Um, how fun. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, you're also in, not only have you created an eating philosophy and plan that works for people, but you've got other interests, and one of which lies in the world of documentary filmmaking. So <laughs> yeah. I wanted yeah. to check on how your documentary yeah. is going. Oh, uh, well, you know, so the first documentary that I was ever involved in was Forks Over Knives that came out in 2011. Um, and, uh, I think by, by all accounts was probably one of the most successful, um, and most highly watched documentaries for the next probably two years in the United States. Uh, it certainly was the number one bought documentary on Amazon, um, for a good two, two and a half years. And it really helped to move the needle as far as getting people interested in the, in the, um, just the dyna- the dynamic effects that a, a whole food plant based diet can have uh, on our health, and then a couple years ago, probably three or four years ago, this uh, this champion UFC fighter named James Wilkes, who who I I did a couple speaking events with him, and I realized just kind of what a what a great guy he is, what a professional he is, what a perfectionist he is, um, and he he wanted to do this documentary. Um, that kind of dismantled this whole notion that real men eat, eat meat. And he wanted to do it by going out and showing, highlighting world-class athletes, uh, men and women, uh, everyday heroes, visionary scientists that have come to embrace uh, a plant-based lifestyle. And um, man, it's just, 
it's been crazy what's happened with the evolution of this documentary um, over the course of the last three and a half years. It, it's it's set to come out in uh, in January of 2018. You know, fingers crossed. It's called The Game Changers, um, and Luis Sahoyas is the director. He won the the Oscar for The Cove back in I believe it was 2011, and um, and about maybe two years ago we we brought on uh, as an executive producer. Um, and, and, a, and a kind of a visionary and helping with the story, uh, James Cameron, you know, the director of, you know, uh, Avatar and Titanic. And yeah, we kind of know him. Terminator. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And um, it's just, it's, it's amazing, you know, um, how many people have now gotten involved with the project um, and hopefully where, where it's headed. So um, we, we, uh, the people involved with the documentary couldn't be more excited about finally seeing this thing come to fruition and unleashing it to the universe and um, and seeing what happens. Well, but, and I th- I think you know a big part of this is it's that myth that you need to eat meat to be manly, right? And you're you're debunking that myth. And what's kind of cool, one thing I was just recently thinking about is you are kind of a manly man. I mean, you were you were a professional triathlete. You were a firefighter, saving lives, you know, and um, and you had the light bulb moment. So maybe yeah. take us through um, the process of creating Engine Two. What happened? How did you even come up with this idea? Well, it's not something that I that was part of my master plan. I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> it, it rarely is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just it just actually it just um, very kind of organically and naturally and authentically um, happened, um, and it and it started. And I'll just kind of give you the, the the quick you know Reader's Digest version. But you know, it happened. Um, it just so happened, you know, that my father of all the the dads to have on the you know the whole planet. I have the dad that, you know, uh, decided that he wanted to show that you could reverse, not only uh, prevent, but also reverse heart disease by changing what you eat. And he worked at the Cleveland Clinic, and he started this research in 1984. And by the late 1980s, he had proof of concept that, yes, in fact, um, by, by transitioning off the standard American diet of red meat, chicken, fish, eggs, turkey, pork, dairy products, you know the whole myriad of dairy products, processed refined foods, and and really focusing in on a plant-centric diet of fruits and vegetables and whole intact grains and beans and limited amounts of nuts and seeds. You could actually metabolize away these plaque formations uh, in our arteries and make yourself heart attack proof. And so I got to witness firsthand, you know, what he was doing with his his initial patients and this the amazing. Uh, results that he was getting and so I was completely sold and then when I started this career as a professional triathlete as you're you know well aware of in 1987 uh, and 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 Dave Scott was you know a hardcore vegetarian I was like oh man I'm, I'm all in not only for health reasons but for performance reasons and so I did that did the, the triathlon circuit for a good decade and then I became a firefighter and God, you talk about a hostile environment, uh, culture to be eating this way. I mean, you couldn't pick a more unfriendly environment. But I held, I held true to my convictions about eating this way. And, uh, and then in 2003, 
we had this this discovery that one of my firefighting brothers at Fire Station 2, which is where I was now a firefighter, uh, was basically a dead man, uh, a dead man walking. And so uh, uh, we rallied at Fire Station 2 to start eating plant strong as a uh, as a team, as a crew. And we got these just phenomenal results. And the next thing you know, we're getting solicited to uh, to write a book about our philosophy at Fire Station 2. And I wrote the book. It came out in, in 2009 called The Engine 2 Diet. And then uh, a couple months later, John Mackey, the CEO of Whole Foods, who, who read uh, The Engine 2 Diet and, and adored it, asked me if I'd be willing to retire from firefighting after 12 years and come on board with Whole Foods and take helping people and saving lives to a whole nother level. And I saw this as really a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So I, I, I took early retirement, and I've been with Whole Foods now ever since, and it's been eight and a half years. And, you know, and so we've, we've got a line of healthy Engine 2 plant-strong food products. We're, by October, we'll have almost 50 different what are called SKUs in the store, um, you know, we also throw events um, all year long. We do weekend events. We do week-long events uh, to kind of help people um, kind of make the leap into this lifestyle. Um, well, we've got yeah. Let's, let's talk about that leap. So I want to come back to Whole Foods and and yeah. some of your events as well. But let's talk about just what does it mean to eat Engine Two style. So if I had to if I had to give you a, like a one sentence definition, when you're when you're eating this way, engine two style, it is a whole food. So meaning as close to grown as possible, right? Very little refinement going on. So a whole food, plant strong, which means plant based. So no animal products, no dairy products. Whole food plant-based diet with no added oils almost every food product especially on the shelves is loaded with oils sometimes three or four or five different types of oils so we want to make sure we're not eating food that has added oils because it's just an added source of calories and uh, and malnutrition that actually contributes to chronic western disease whether it's olive oil our beloved olive oil whether it's coconut oil the new kid on the block safflower, sunflower, any of these oils. So just you want to get your fat from whole food sources. So a whole food plant-based diet with no added oils where we're limiting the amount of salt, sugar, fat. And that's it. That is it. Well, and so a lot of people listening are like, okay, I'm out. Can't can't get rid of cheese. You know, uh, whatever it is, I I Googled the other day, I was prepping for this, and I was like, what are the 10 most popular foods in the United States? I'll tell you you the top five. Hamburgers, French fries, hot dogs, pizza, and I think pasta was number five. Um, Horrible. Just like that's what our country's known for. Seriously. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, in every one of those, it's it's really about the pleasure trap where, you know, we're, we're drawn to these foods that are high in calories, high in fat, high in sodium, or high in sugar. And we have a natural, you know, inclination and urge to be drawn towards these foods. And, uh, and the reality is you have to be stronger than your urges and your cravings because it's, it's not necessarily the healthiest way to go. Uh, by by mm, 
by a just a huge mammoth um, uh, amount. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, you have to develop new new urges and new cravings, and you know, you drop these foods for you know my thing. My latest thing is give yourself seven days, seven days to test drive this new lifestyle. And, and my bet is that your eyes will be opened and your palate will be awakened to a new way of of, uh, of eating that you never dreamed possible. And all of a sudden, uh, you know what? You may have been thinking, oh, there's no way I can do this. I'm out. All of a sudden, you may be going, you know what? They're, this is pretty darn cool. And in seven days, I, I dropped six pounds. I, uh, my cholesterol dropped, you know, 40 milligrams. I'm starting to, you know, I don't have to be on my medications anymore. I uh, got. I couldn't believe uh, the amount of energy I had throughout the day. I didn't have the, you know, the the ebbs and flows that I normally have. Um, you know, God, I was pooping two to three times a day. I wasn't constipated. Uh, my he- little nagging headaches went away. All of a sudden, you realize, you know what? That hamburger, that cheeseburger, that pizza, uh, that you know, whatever it is, it's it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Well, and here's here's why I think a lot of people immediately are can't even imagine it. It's a the pleasure trap foods, right? It's yeah. habits that are ingrained, but it's also that they can't imagine how they could cook food that would actually taste good without all those things. So they're looking at it as deprivation instead of reframing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And, okay, so let me back up one other thing. So last year, two years ago, I did the 28-day challenge, right? I was doing all this eating experimentation. I wanted to get down to what made me feel the best. And of all the different things I did that year, which was like gluten-free eating and uh, no dessert, you know, (laughs) things that were more deprivation-oriented, a couple other experiments, the engine two way of eating resonated most with me. I felt my best. But the thing is, on a lot of these programs, a lot of the um, diets, for lack of a better word, that people try, it's kind of, um, it's all based around just like, so how do you feel? How do you look? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's hard to quantify. But with you and what you're doing, what I loved about it was that it's more medical-based. Like, I literally went to the Boulder Community Hospital lab, walked in and said, I'd like to get my blood drawn and check my cholesterol. And I was thinking it was going to cost like 500 bucks. And they're like, okay, that's a $21 lab. Right. And the other one is a $6 lab. And I was like, wait a minute. This is there's no barrier to doing this. You can go in, you can get all your your blood checked, you can try a new diet, you can get it checked again. And even though I'm a pretty healthy person, I showed uh, way uh, much more continued health after doing the program. In other words, my cholesterol dropped to a very healthy level. I was under 150. Is that right? Yeah. 150 is the number or 100? Well, no, 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 no. One, one, one fifty is is fantastic if you can get under there. But you're right. I mean, you're right. It's it, the great thing about uh, our program is we want you to get tested before and after. We want you to see what can happen in 28 days or seven days of eating eating this way uh, when you're just putting in all these amazing protective substances, right? The um, all the phytonutrients, all the antioxidants, all the fiber, all the plant-friendly proteins, all the unprocessed 
carbohydrates that are the, that are the primary fuel source for our 50 trillion cells. You know, carbs aren't bad as long as you're eating whole unprocessed carbohydrates. You know, when you're eating healthy, essential uh, polyunsaturated fatty acids like the omega-3s and the omega-6s, all of a sudden it's crazy. And like you said, you know, your total cholesterol, I mean, maybe it was, you started out, it was 195, it comes down to 146. Uh, after you know seven days or 28 days, your LDL, the lethal cholesterol, can come down anywhere between 25 to 75 points typically in in seven days. And so, you know, speaking about the numbers, the the thing about this new book, the Seven Day Rescue Diet, is is based upon these um, these these week long immersion programs that I've done for the last seven years with over now 1,300 participants, and these have been primarily whole food team members that have had to medically qualify and then whole food actually subsidizes their enrollment and involvement in these programs but there it's because it's a medical immersion um, we we weigh people we do their blood pressure and we also do a complete lipid panel on the way in and then we do it again seven days later as they're leaving after they've been basically imprisoned in this in this uh, this food camp in the mountains of you know Sedona, Arizona, where they're forced to eat these plant-strong buffets of steel-cut oats and mangoes and uh, red lentil sloppy joes and sweet potato lasagnas and uh, and cantaloupe, right? And Doesn't all these it just, sound so horrible? Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> you're, everybody's so absolutely deprived. It's 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 awful. But uh, and. Um, and, you know, and then every day we're also moving. We're either doing a yoga yoga or walking or hiking or a little uh, plant-strong CrossFit uh, session. But um, that is what – basically the book is based upon the best learnings that I, uh, that I achieved uh, over the last seven years throwing these immersion programs. And it's just – it's incredible, um, incredible. It and so is, it is it, incredible. Like yeah, and I, I think, want people to know. I want people to know that you know your doctor will tell you 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 can't make significant change in your cholesterol or your LDL or getting you off medications for you know six months or maybe a year. And I want you to know that's hogwash. The reality is you, the, the body is amazing and it can do amazing things given the opportunity. And when you're only fueling it and and um, and putting in these whole plant strong foods seven days you can start you have to start coming off your medications because the food is so powerful and i mean and be prepared for your cholesterol to come down your your you know your fasting glucose to come down all these these numbers to come down your weight to come down um because these are all byproducts and and then you know obviously on day eight people are like well what do we do on day eight and the thing is listen you've just you've just test driven this lifestyle for seven days my hope is that on day eight right you'll continue to live this lifestyle but it's up to you what you want to do and you know some people they they take away all these these learnings and they may introduce you know oils or they may introduce you know they may have a a cheat you know a couple times a month or whatever but it depends upon where you are on the health continuum do you have heart disease if you do you may want to be like perfect you know, for the rest of your life. Do you have type 2 diabetes? If you want to reverse your type 2 diabetes, which we have been able to do again and again and again and again, then you may want to like follow the, the protocol of the, of the seven-day program 
for a long, long time, right? Do you have uh, metabolic syndrome? Do you have high blood pressure? Do you have uh, an autoimmune disease like, you know, uh, rheumatoid arthritis or multiple sclerosis or um, uh, any one of these? Then, you know, you decide how, how long based upon what it is you have going on with your body. Uh, you know, I, good points. <laughs> Great way to put it. Because one of the big questions is, well, seven days. A, can you really make changes? And B, is that enough time to really break old habits? Right. So maybe yeah. talk to me a little bit about habits and how how you get people to make those shifts. Well, so um, that is probably the single the single most challenging thing is how you get people after they, they leave an immersion program to, um, to make this kind of second nature, to make this part of who they are going forward. Um, especially when they get, go back into the, into the real world. Right. And so that's why what I've done in, um, you know, when the engine two seven day rescue, well, that, what I did is when I wrote the book, I was like, okay, I need to actually do some pilot studies in the real world to show to, to show that we can get the same results. And so I did a pilot study in Mesquite, Texas, and then I did two in Cleveland, Ohio, one with a corporation and one with some citizens of North Ridgeville. And what we discovered is that actually when people are on their own doing it at home, they actually did a little bit better than the people that were kind of locked away in the mountains of Sedona, Arizona. Uh, when it came to weight loss, that people were losing more weight. And I think that's because, you know, when you have these buffets, you're just, you know, you go back for second, thirds, and fourths. And when you're at home, you kind of have one, one and a half, two platefuls, and then, you know, you're good. Um, but so what I've done is I, we've created all this support for people um, because, listen, in the real world, you're going to have people, your your loved ones, your coworkers, uh, your best friends that are, going to be trying to pull you off this this plant strong lifestyle they're not happy that you're doing something that might jeopardize uh even them continue to eat their cheeseburgers their cheese their steak you know have their red wine whatever it is and they want you to be you know back with them eating all that food so that they feel comfortable with it so we've created all these these um these support um kind of points so we have this Seven Day Rescue Facebook page, which now has over twenty thousand uh, members. I know that Nicole, you know, you did a fantastic little video for us when we were just getting launched back in early January. Remember that? Oh yeah, for sure. It was a blast, and it actually brings up a big point, which is surrounding yourself by like-minded people or creating community or accountability partners. Yes, 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 yes. Ab- absolutely. Um, but you know, we. Um, we're always looking for ways to give people um, support, uh, and so we've also like just today we we, <laughs> we we launched this this meal planner, and it's a customizable meal planner where you can put in how many people you're cooking for, what your time constraints are. You know, it has to be 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, any kind of specific. Um, uh, requirements that you have like gluten-free um you know i can't do um beans whatever it is you put in those requirements obviously we're not doing dairy or anything like that and uh, it will spit out for you breakfast lunch and dinner for a week based upon that along with accompanying grocery list 
And then if you're in a proper market, you can actually link up with Instacart and have it um, basically delivered right to your door. So it's just oh. we've 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 tried to we've tried to take away all the entries to barrier for this lifestyle. So this meal planner that we just introduced today um, should be very very d- dynamic and and help people along as well. Um, I mean I I don't even know. I mean we've we've got <laughs> we just started a um, seven day rescue toolkit where people they can start hosting these seven day rescue kind of challenges in their in their communities uh for people um that is so cool you know i get people weekly who come up to me and say i have changed my eating because i listened to your podcast interview with rip i'm not kidding this one woman visited our store in skirt at skirt sports in um, boulder she's from missouri and she said, Nicole, I've got this whole group of women who are now eating Engine 2 style. That's what I'm calling it, Engine 2 style. <laughs> and um, I said, I got to tell Rip, I need to start making a commission or something here. <laughs> but we, we, um, yeah, we need I to mean, you up. you're absolutely right. It, it takes, I think it takes like, I don't know how many times somebody has to hear something that that kind of intrigues them makes them curious until they reach a point where they want to try it. And it could be personality. Some people hear it once and they're like, I'm in, you know, all in. And some people, they might need 20 times or they might need to see a bunch of people experiencing things. Um, Yeah. And food is, and food is so, um, it's, it's, it's just, it is littered with so many different emotions and, you know, traditions and, you know, ups and downs and celebrations and you know um so uh i've just discovered that you know if people can can eat this way eat a whole food plant-based diet for a good uh six months to a year you're almost there i mean i've been doing this now for 30 years right 30 years you're there (laughs) and it's but it's so funny because you know the thought of of a cheeseburger or a hunk of, you know, cheddar cheese or even cow's milk ice cream or 2% milk or, or, or yogurt or anything. It's just so like, it's, it's as revolting to me as like smoking a cigarette. It is that disdainful to me. And so, and for people that, you know, they need a, a bigger reason to, to start eating this way, you know, then do it because you know, you want to be a true environmentalist, right? You want to eat in a way that is the friendliest way to eat for the environment. If if that's not strong enough, then do it because you want to protect, right? Uh, the other you know creatures that we share the planet with, and you and it's not in your values or in or it's not in alignment with your values to um, to basically be contributing to the to the death of close to eighty billion animals every year, but Find find a reason, uh, whatever your why is, that's compelling. Because sometimes, you know, if if it's just about you and your health, that's not enough for some people. It's got to be it's got to be bigger than that. So you're right. I mean, one of the one of the most difficult things, Nicole, is how do we get people to make this a habit? And mm-hmm. uh, you know what I have found is you got to like you got to dig in. You got to surround yourself with all the right foods. You you got to get rid of anything that is tempting because if it's in your house you'll be drawn to it like a moth to flame you got to <laughs> you got to you got to surround yourself with with kind of like you know 
to the degree that you can. People that are supportive of this lifestyle, you have to get online. It's really important to get online and and you know get involved with some online um, groups so you can kind of stay connected so you don't feel like you're alone. And uh, and then do everything you can to kind of make this the most simple, natural, uh, easy way for you to eat. And uh, and once you're over over that like six month hurdle hurdle, it's like it's like a slam dunk. It's like it's like no biggie. But so you know, some people say it's 21 days to form a habit. It's 28 days. Uh, I think with food and this lifestyle, it's longer than that. Uh, but but the seven days, it is it is your first foray, your first real foray into what this can do for you, and uh, and the boundless potential that's 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 there for you. So think of it as like you know a test drive, an exciting test drive. And oh my God, you mean to tell me that, you know, uh, if I keep doing this, I can expect bigger and greater things, you know, the longer that I do it. And the answer is yes. That's so cool. So inspirational. And it does just break it down and make it seem easy, right? Um, yeah. And you know, and, yeah. yeah. And have you seen the, have you seen the new book? Did you, did you get one? Did oh yeah. One? Yeah. And as you know, like, so what we've done too is, the whole second half of the book is all about the meal planning, and what we've done is we've broken it down into bowls, right? Uh, Which so I love. That every, yeah, so it's like everything's about bowls, and where you're not spending uh, a lot of time in the kitchen making these, you know, crazy meals. And it's like, do your breakfast bowl, do your lunch bowl, do your dinner bowl, do your salad bowl. Uh, take leftovers, but you have to have the right base, and then the right toppings, the right the right fillers, and um, you do a little batch cooking on a Saturday or Sunday when you're home with your potatoes, your brown rice, your beans, your polenta, whatever it is, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm not spending more than 10 minutes for any meal during the week, and it's super simple. I can't believe how satisfying it is. I can't believe how tasty it is, and so all of a sudden you obliterate any uh, preconceived notions that you had coming into this about it's too expensive, it's going to take too long, it's... Um, it's not going to taste good, right? Uh, all of a sudden, you're 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 like, wow. I mean, so what's there not to like about this? And I have to do. I have to hit on the meal planning because, yeah. you know, when we didn't have a kid and life was, I wouldn't say slower, but looking back, it seems a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. Um, we would go to the store every day and just pick something out. You know, this is what we're going to make today, but. You can't, we can't do that in our lives anymore. And we've got to really set up the week, right? But this mm -hmm. week, we didn't set it up this weekend. And so I woke up and I was like, oh crap, what the hell are we doing for our meals this week? And then I got, I looked at my email and I saw, oh, Engine 2 is just launching their meal planner. How convenient. Um, and what's really funny is I talked to Tim this morning and said, yeah. all right, let's get through tonight's dinner and then we'll plan the rest of the week. And he, he looked around and he goes, well, we got to eat our sweet potatoes. And why don't we do the black bean recipe, black bean, sweet potato bowl from engine two. We got a mango. We got some fresh veggies to throw on it. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Yeah, your, yeah. your black beans from the original engine two cookbook. It's like two or three ingredients. Oh, it's four ingredients, veggie broth, cans of black beans, yeah. chili powder and liquid aminos. It is freaking heaven, and I'm yeah. not kidding. It is so good. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. So last night, um, Jill and I kind of tag-team dinner, and we um, 
I, so I made brown rice in the, uh, in the kind of the Instapot with some chopped up onions and, and, and carrots. And then this new dish that, um, this new kind of topping that, uh, Amy Mackey, who's on the engine, engine team created. It's just, it's, it's, I use two cans of chickpeas, like throw in the juice and everything on a skillet. So, you know, the water, I mean, so two cans of chickpeas, and then it's a, a half a cup of nutritional yeast, two tablespoons of Bragg's liquid aminos, and then two tablespoons of um, of whole wheat flour. And then you just kind of uh, put it on medium high for about seven, eight minutes, and it makes the most amazing topping on brown rice, potatoes, you know, anything. And wow, and it's kind of got this cheesy, thick, really satisfying uh, flavor profile. So for all your your listeners, you know, they should they should try that tonight. Um, I just wrote it down. So wait, <laughs> you don't mush up the chickpeas? You just keep them? No, actually, I did. I, I, I well, but, but 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 I just mushed them up in the skillet, right? Yeah, with a, easy. With, with the yeah, with the spatula. Oh my gosh, I'm kind of starting to salivate. Okay, so here's another thing. Um, Do you find that people's opinions on food are almost like politics? Like Like it can really stir the pot here when you're talking about different philosophies and almost to the point where there's judgment that comes into play. And how do you deal with that when you can see that somebody's putting up a wall and they want to get it going with you? Well, you're right. I mean, it's crazy. I would I would say that, yeah. I mean, people and their food and their diets. It's it's just like politics. It's actually it's no different. In some ways, it's actually even more intense. Um, so, what I would tell people out there is, so one of the one of the great psychologists in this space is a guy named Doug Lyle, and he he wrote the book called The Pleasure Trap, and he's one of our our speakers at all of our engine two events and he's brilliant he's absolutely brilliant i mean he's taught he has taught both statistics um and uh psychology at stanford right i mean he's he's pretty phenomenal but he has this this basically this way of dealing with people when they ask you about your 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 lifestyle you know eating plant-based whatever it is that you know you kind of want to play it off like um, you don't want to get into a, a, a pissing match with, with these guys about their paleo program, right? Unless that's your style and, and you like that. But if you don't want to get into an argument with, you know, one of your best friends who you haven't seen in 15 years or even, you know, your parents or whoever, you know, when they ask you, well, where in the world do you get your protein, right? Eating plant-based, you can say, you know what? I have no idea. Never even thought about it, Right. Uh, and you kind of play a little bit stupid, but you can say, you know what, uh, I'm, I'm doing it right now and it's just an experiment. And by saying that, it kind of lets them know that you're not doing this for the rest of your life. It, it's just kind of short term. It's an experiment and you'll just see how it goes. Right. And, and then you can even throw in stuff like, you know, I'm not sure they're right about everything kind of, you know, make this person you're talking to feel more at ease. You can also say stuff like, you know what, I just know that I'm doing this thing, this, you know, this, this firefighter program his father did some stuff on preventing and reversing heart disease and i'm doing it just to get more and most americans will totally respect you or respect the fact that you're trying to get more right i mean in america we like getting more and you're just trying to get more fiber more vitamins minerals phytonutrients antioxidants all these things 
that are actually really sorely lacking in paleo diet or, you know, Atkins or South Beach or, you know, any of these um, Dr. Phil diets that are out there. Um, so you don't, you don't fight with them when they talk to you about uh, protein. You just kind of play a little stupid. You know, instead of saying, well, do you know we only need 5 to 10% of our calories from protein? And the reality is that all plant-based foods, you know, meet or exceed that, you don't want to go there. You just say, oh, I never really thought about it. But you'll be the first one to know when I get, you know, when I get hospitalized for protein deficiency. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you, this is just an experiment, right? This is just an experiment. And I'm just trying to get more. But you're, you're completely right. I mean, you, and, and I, listen, I've been in the trenches swinging away at this thing for over 30 years. And some people, you know, immediately, you know what? They, they don't mean this like in a curious, uh, nice way. They actually are just trying to get, be argumentative. And if that's the case, don't, don't take the bait. Don't go there. If they're truly curious, then, you know, that, then you can have a different conversation with them. Yeah. Um, but you, it's so funny. I have found that you never know. You think you know somebody really, really well, like really well. And all of a sudden you start talking about food and this lifestyle and, you know, they put up walls or they get, you know, they get, um, they get angry or you see a side of them that, you know, you very rarely see. And so, uh, it's, uh, it's a tough one. I know it is, but I like your suggestion and I think, um, discussion is better than debate on this. It's open yeah. your mind. Just yeah. Well, then tell me why you eat like you do. And a lot of people <laughs> have never even thought about it, why they eat like they do. So yeah. I actually... Well, you're, you're, it's, it's so funny because, you know, the whole typically the, the biggest thing that... The biggest subject that comes up is always protein because people are convinced that you can't get protein when you're eating plants. Are you still there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah, yeah. That you can't get protein eating plants. And what, what people... You know, what I want all your listeners to know is that all protein originates from plants. All protein originates from plants. All vitamins originate from plants, except for two, B12 and vitamin D. And then um, really all minerals in our food originate from plants. So if animals or animal byproducts have any protein, fats, or whatever, they either directly or indirectly got them from plants. So the moral of the story is, you know, bypass the middle cow, the middle pig, you know, the middle ice cream, the middle, all that stuff. And just go straight to the mother source, which is, which is the plants. It's the broccoli. It's the, it's the, you know, the Swiss chard. It's the kale. It's the black beans. It's the white beans. It's the, you know, the brown rice, the farro, the millet, the, the pearled barley, the cantaloupe. And that's where all your, your glory is going to be found. And when it comes to nutrition. So you mentioned a lot of foods that a lot of people immediately associate with gas. <laughs> How yeah. is that affected when you start eating this way? Well, you know, believe it or not, that almost about 65% of gas is caused by when you swallow too much air. And when, you're, when, you, when you start eating this way, uh, there's a lot of air that, that's kind of trapped in this food. So you if you can chew your food a little bit longer, that actually will help to um, dissipate any uh, a lot of a lot of gas. The other thing is, you know, like beans. Uh, beans are notoriously high in in fiber, and most Americans are are getting a pittance when it comes to you know 
fiber each and every day. But you start eating this way, and instead of getting 5 to 10 grams of fiber a day, you're getting more like 50 to 70. And so that is a bit of a game changer when it comes to how much fiber you're getting. And so your your microbiome, your gastrointestinal tract is going to go through a bit of a, a reformulation when it comes to the, the, the bugs that you have down there. You know, we have over 100 trillion um, mic- these microbugs in our, in our gut. And when you start eating plants instead of animal products uh, and dairy products, you're basically cultivating a whole new set of these bugs. And so some of that gas will be alleviated once you have done this for several weeks and now you have these new bugs in your gut that are going to basically, um, let's just say, um, mitigate uh, yeah. all that excessive gas that you've, that you've had when you first started this out. Well, so it's, hey, tell your significant other, hang in there, two <laughs> weeks, it's going to get better. <laughs> true, yeah. true, light a candle, true, we'll be true, fine. True, true. <laughs> well, actually, so when you say light a candle, what we what we discovered is that actually in the bathroom, right? When you're going to the bathroom, actually the odor is is not nearly as let's just say foul, right? I mean it's <laughs> it's 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 much it's much more um, benign and uh, and and fragrant friendly, right? <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. A new yeah. fragrance. No, but this yeah. is all yeah. important stuff. I mean, this yeah. is well, this is the well, reality. This is the, Body this changes. Is, this is the real world, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the reality is when you start eating, you know, plant strong, as I like to, to, to dub it, uh, yeah, I mean, your, your poops, they get easy, they are incredibly regular, and they are not nearly as odiferous. And, uh, and that's a really, really, well, like when I, when I was on the Dr. Oz show, uh, back in, I think it was 2010 and I had these three firefighters that he challenged me to, to, uh, to get on board with the program and, and to lose four inches off their waistlines and get off their medications in two months. I visited all their homes and after about three, three weeks on the program and one, one of the wives of one of the firefighters was like, I just can't believe how unstinky my husband's poops are now it's just crazy (laughs) love it (laughs) and she's like i love it for that alone this is like saving marriages man oh man yeah i think she even went as far as to say you know he's not peeling the paint off the bathroom walls anymore (laughs) (laughs) well we're going so long today but i still have like a few other topics i want to get to are you cool I'm, i'm totally good yes So I want to ask about kids. We started the podcast on kids. You have a three, eight, and 10-year-old. I have a kid who falls into that like picky eating category. But what's really funny is that she's basically (laughs) eats engine two style because she doesn't eat any meat. She immediately turns up her nose, says it's gross. She eats some dairy, um, but she just doesn't eat a lot. So how is it possible to get kids to eat this way and here's the other thing i know that a lot of people and even doctors will say well you shouldn't raise children having a vegan diet because of the protein thing so how what's your advice there well actually you know in the the latest edition of uh, baby and child care that was written by uh, dr benjamin spock and this was i think the seventh or eighth or ninth edition uh, before he before he died, this might have been five six years ago. 
he basically talks about how the best diet for kids after the age of two, once they're you know eating solid food, is a is a whole food plant based diet to get uh, all the nutrients, all the protein, all the calcium, everything that they need. And so what you know you and other mothers of young children need to know is that the best way for your kid to get the safest, uh, most absorbable, strong uh, sources of calcium, of magnesium, of protein, of carbohydrates, of fats is going to be from these plant-based foods. Um, I mean, like my 10-year-old kid, right, Cole, he, um, he is about almost five feet tall. He is probably 75 pounds. He is lean and mean. He's some of the kids have said he's you know, like the only kid in their class that has a 12-pack, right? I mean, he's like got this 12-pack. And he he's like winning all the summer swim league, swim meets, right? His daughter, so I mean, his uh, sister Sophie is like incredibly athletic. She's a, gym, she's a uh, gymnast. She also is swimming. Uh, these guys are just like they epitomize, you know, healthy, healthy kids. And our mm-hmm. three-year-old, three-year-old Hope is like, this little bundle of, of, of flesh and joy and and hope. She's just amazing. But, um, you know, so no. The worst thing that you can do is feed your kids dairy products. You know, the link now between type 1 diabetes and, and, and dairy products is about as strong as it is between cigarette smoking and, uh, and lung cancer. So, um, you know, if there's one thing that I would tell your listening, your listeners, and, and your mothers out there, uh, to make sure your kids are not having it's any dairy products, right? Milk, wow. dairy, ice cream, uh, because they come down with type one diabetes, they have it for life, right? And and they were not part of that decision. Wow, that's they were not. powerful. Yep, yep. Now you know, I mean, you know, the meat. Uh, we obviously we, we want to start removing that. I mean, I think one of the, the top five foods on your list of, you know, that Americans love was hot dogs. And, you know, that's recently been declared a, a, a class A carcinogen right up there with smoking cigarettes. And the fact that the parents are still feeding their kids hot dogs and processed meats is beyond me. You know, the fact that they're really hamburgers, steak, I mean, all you have really is a piece of, is a piece of fat and a piece of weak, problematic, destructive protein. There's no carbohydrates. There's, you know, there's some vitamins and minerals, but it's lacking lots of them. There's no fiber. Uh, you know, when you cook meat, you basically raise the what's called the heterocyclic amines, which are basically uh, it's basically cancer, uh, or you re- you raise the risk of uh, of cancer in that in that meat by eating these what are called HCAs. Uh, there's just it's a weak food. Just start thinking of meat, dairy products as weak foods, mothers. Um, and your strong foods are truly the fruits, the vegetables, the whole grains, the beans. And there's no reason why your kid, once once they're over the age of, of two, two and a half, shouldn't be eating the exact same foods that you're eating. And I understand that kids are they're picky and you know they um, they don't like things that are green or, or, or other colors. But you keep putting it in front of them, and eventually they'll they'll start to try it. They'll like it. Um, you know, my kids, they can't get enough broccoli now. Yeah, they still are not eating spinach or kale or Swiss chard or, or collard greens, but they love the broccoli. So we keep the broccoli coming. They love 
They love the potatoes. They love the beans. They love the tacos. They love the, the cheeseless pizzas. And know that you don't need a huge amount of variety in your kid's diet. I mean, the reality is, is that your kids could live off potatoes alone. Potatoes have everything that you need, all the vitamins, the minerals, the perfect amount of protein, carbohydrates, uh, uh, fats. So, um, you know, we as parents, we worry, oh, my God, my kid's not eating enough. They're not getting enough of everything they need. The reality is they they are, right? As long as they're not like too skinny and as long as they're getting enough calories and they're eating plant-based, they're getting everything they need. I'll stop because I've been talking way too long. Oh, there. it's amazing. I think um, one of the things, though, that is a real, um, oh, for all of us, it can be a crutch or a, yeah. one of those fallbacks is sugar. And we haven't talked about that a lot because we're kind of stuck on dairy and meat right now. But I, even for me, you know, I'll I'll kind of go back into some habits of dessert eating, right? Yeah. Even you know yeah. Ben and Jerry's has that new awesome non-dairy dessert, yeah. but it is yeah. chock full of oil and sugar, but it, it it tastes really good. So, you know, you can kind of justify in your head, well, I'm still eating vegan at least, but you're well, you, putting you, some you, of those <laughs> other bad things back in. Well, you know what? You, you make you make a very, very good point. And I'm just going to touch upon this for a second, you know. So in my new book, I have seven different pillars that I ask people to follow for the seven days. And if you can do follow these seven pillars, my promise to you is that you will make amazing strides in your health in the seven days. The second pillar is actually what we, you're talking about right now, Nicole, which is why we love whole plant-based foods as opposed to the vegan junk food, like the Ben and Jerry's, uh, you know, non-dairy ice cream, the Doritos, the Fritos, the Cheetos, the Tostitos, right? Anything Chips. that ends in O's, right? Yeah. But, but, but because they're all plant-based, but they're just loaded with probably three or four or five different oils or probably 40, 50% of their calories coming from fat. They have, you know, enough salt to, you know, drown the, the, the Red Sea, you know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so, but, so, but listen, my kids, yes. You know what? Yeah, we, we have some non-dairy ice cream in our freezer. We have some chips, right? Some of these, not, not Doritos or Cheetos, but, you know, some of these, these chips that, that, are, that are fried, right, that my kids have every once in a while. I mean, my kids are not perfect, but I mean, I'd say that 90% of the time they are like hitting a home run. But they are never they never do dairy and they never do meat. But yes, when it comes to like added sugar, these guys, they have vegan donuts and they have vegan ice cream and they have vegan chips. You know, uh, yeah, they they partake in that stuff. Yep. Well, we're we're going to wrap it up in a minute here, but I do need to bring up that you have something really cool going on because, yes, your business you know, your life's mission is based around eating and food health, yeah. but you also just launched a 5k and we know your background is as a professional triathlete. So tell us a little bit about how you can sign up for the plant strong virtual 5k. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the virtual 5k, uh, you just go to go to, uh, our new website. You know, we just launched a new website today. Uh, and just go onto the website, go to you know engine2.com, and um, and then you can find the the engine two uh, virtual 5K, and um, five dollars out of out of every um, 5K purchase goes to a whole kids foundation to help uh, get salad bars and gardens into different schools across the country. 
So um, great. Yeah. It's a great thing. But yeah. we've had, I think we've had close to um, 500 people sign up for the uh, for the Engine 2 Virtual 5K. And you get a Engine 2 Plant Strong 5K medal that is insane. Insane. And you can print out a bib and, you know, do it at your own leisure when it works for you. But it's, it's, just, it's just another way to get people to move. You know, Nicole, people have – sitting has become the new smoking, as, as you know. You know, and, it, and, and movement is so crucial for our brain health, for our mental health, for our bone health, for our cardiovascular health, for our muscular health. So even if it's just five, ten minutes a day, you know, get out there. And it, make sure it's something you like to do, whether it's ride a bike, walk, run, or, or whatever. And then, and I know we got to go, Nicole, but I, I do want to say that, you know, for anybody that wants to, we have an event late August uh, at our family farm called Plant Stock, and we'd love to have you join us this year. Uh, we've got John Mackey, the CEO of Whole Foods, who will be one of our keynote speakers. We have uh, the Prince of Saudi Arabia, Khaled bin Alawid. Uh, who has been eating this way now for seven years to protect the environment. Um, we've got Neil Barnhart, who will be talking about his new book, The Cheese Trap. We have my father talking about his new, his new uh, groundbreaking research with you know, preventing heart disease. My mother, my sister, all these amazing success stories, these dynamic physicians talking about the microbiome um, and, um, and how we can stop and re- not reverse but stop um, uh, multiple sclerosis and um, we have these huge success stories so we'd love to have you uh, if, if you if you want to come learn more about the lifestyle oh so cool and on your family farm well you mentioned uh, John Mackey so yes. I'm, I'm hoping so Whole Foods has an exclusive uh, right to the engine 2 products and my hope is that yeah. This is going to become more available now, right? Is that is it going to happen? Are you going to be on Amazon? Are you t- <laughs> so? That, listen, this is this is. I mean, gosh, we just learned Friday uh, about Amazon acquiring Whole Food Market stores, but this this is really going to be an amazing disruptor in the Whole Food space. I mean, I've heard people say that this is the biggest thing in the biggest disruptor in retailing in the last fifty years. So what you have is you have the leader in personalized, personalized e-commerce, and you know, in speedy, fast product distribution, with Whole Foods, which is really you know, uh, arguably the leader in organic and natural foods. And so it's just it's a landmark moment uh, in, in how people will access their food. And if you can just on your phone, you know, basically click click you know everything you want, and then have it delivered to your door for free uh, within an hour or within a day, gosh, you don't have to wait in line. You don't have to, you know, look at the, the, the shelves. Um, that sounds pretty darn easy. And, um, and God, what's there not to like about that? And so my yeah. hope is that, is, is that going forward, you know, NG, engine two gets indoctrinated into, you know, this whole space, this whole world. And so, uh, Engine 2 isn't now just relegated to people that have a Whole Foods near them um, or can, you know, can afford to go to Whole Foods. And my pr- so my hope is that anybody from home can, can get the Engine 2 products at a very, very steep discount, uh, steep discount. And I mean, gosh, what's there not to like about that? 
hey, gives us more time for our families to go out there, move our bodies, to do the Plant Strong Virtual 5K, and uh, just to enjoy life, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, Rip, one final question, and you've answered it once before. I wonder how your yeah. answer is going to change. So if you could give our listeners one final nugget, one piece of advice to help them run their worlds in a bigger and better way, what would it be? Um, well, that's easy. So what my, my advice would be for everybody to um, start eating plant strong. You start eating plant strong and all of a sudden it's amazing what it does um, for your focus, for your own personal health, um, and the ramifications that it has, you know, outside of yourself. And, um, you know, Gandhi said a long time ago that true happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are all in complete alignment. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, you start eating this way and all of a sudden, I mean, you are, you're loving yourself Three times a day, four times a day, by eating this way, you're telling yourself, you know what? I love myself and I care about myself and that's why I'm eating this way. So all of a sudden, it's some amazing uh, feedback that you're giving yourself. You also are telling yourself that, you know what? I want to leave a legacy of a, uh, a healthier planet than when I came into it. And so you're not contributing to you know the global greenhouse gas emissions uh, that are caused by con- by continuing to eat animal products and animal byproducts, and then also also you're being a great guardian, right, to the other animals on the planet, and um, and so yeah, so my thing, my one thing would be go plant strong, go plant strong tomorrow. Uh, How about today? And you, and you won't regret it. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, if people want to go today, that's absolutely fine. Uh, I won't help hold that against them. <laughs> <laughs> Rip, thank you so much. This is a marathon episode. So worth it. I so appreciate you and everything you're doing in the world. Man, Nicole, right back at you. And hey, just so you know, we got the new Engine 2 cookbook coming out uh, January 1st, 2018. And guess what? The the uh, the Daboom Cherry Chili is featured. <laughs> We're finally famous. Oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> You, you and Tim are, are, are in there, and man, it is – for those that don't know, when I stayed at your place uh, last year, you guys made me the, the Iron Man to Boom Cherry Chili, and it was spectacular. I never would have dreamed in a, in a thousand years to add cherries to my chili, and it was, it was a game changer. Hey, you had two bowls. That was awesome. <laughs> was that it? I thought I had three. I had Maybe three. three. All right, Rip. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Nicole. Isn't Rip awesome? I obviously love chatting with him as evidenced by the fact that we talked for over an hour. Um, He's just chock full of nuggets. Statements like, sitting is the new smoking and Get rid of anything tempting in your house because you'll be drawn to it like a moth to flame. He nails it on so many levels. It's because he just, he understands, he listens, he talks to people, he knows what the motivations are and what the barriers are. So here's the deal. Here's how I look at it. Many of you will be intrigued by Engine 2, but 
potentially intimidated. And here's my take. Just try it. If you're interested, try it. What does it hurt? Do the seven-day rescue challenge. It's not the 28-day challenge I did a year and a half ago. It's seven days. As Rip says, test drive it. You may love it, you may not, but you'll learn something about yourself along the way, and that's the reason you listen to this podcast in the first place. We're all on a quest to live a full life, whatever that means to you. And if you are not interested, don't try it. Who cares? I mean, there's so many different philosophies out there. If nothing else, this podcast episode was probably really fun and entertaining for you. (laughs) And that's all I got. All right, everyone. I have kept you long enough. You know what time it is. It's time to get out there and run this world. Have a great workout, and I'll see you next week.